1: And now your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome back again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. I am so excited again to have Regina back with us again. Uh, we talked about uh, on our previous episode, we were talking about our singleness and how to stand in our truth and just being able to hear God in our relationship mm-hmm. with him. And so if you missed that episode, you need to go back and get that episode and just listen in and let it bless you. But but on today, we are back again. Hi, Regina. How are you doing? Hi, today? Tiffany.
2: Thank you for having <laughs> me back. I enjoy your show, so I'm glad to be back. So thank you again.
1: Hey, Amen. I want to tell the uh, listeners a little bit about you. And Regina, okay. she was born in Harlem, New York, and raised in Mount Vernon, New York. And um, she was also in, is, is that Teaneck, New Jersey? Teaneck, yes,
2: Yeah. T-neck. Okay, okay. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and so, but now she resides in Winterville, North Carolina with her three children. And she is the founder of Regina Smith with Enterprises. And she's the professional organizer, a certified life coach and a creator of the Let's Talk, which is a talk show slash podcast. And she's also a motivational speaker and an author, and I'm going to have her to tell a little bit about the book so you guys can know a little bit about it. It's about her adoption, and Mm -hmm. you'll be able to uh, hear a little bit more about that. But she also attended Virginia State University with a master's of science degree in organizational leadership from the National University, and Mm -hmm. she is also a proud member of the Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. So again, welcome, Regina, and we're just so glad to have you on today. I'm honored to have you here today. And thank you for just being a part again, because I I just love your spirit. You're just real. And I believe in the body of Christ, you have to be real, no fake and phony, just telling it like it is, because Mm -hmm. that's what's going to help people, you know, Mm -hmm. not trying to cover up, not trying to hide, but just being transparent so Mm -hmm. that you can help somebody else. And I really believe that.
2: That comes with you loving yourself. When you love yourself, you could be transparent because you're over yourself. It's not That's about true. you no more. You're That's over yourself. True. The ego moves out the way and you're able mm-hmm. to be that vessel that God asked you to be because those testimonies tes- turn into testimonies and you're just supposed to tell those. That means so that you're true. over yourself. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And so, you know, the last episode we talked about real, um, just being yourself and walking Mm -hmm. in your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, and you were talking about being adopted and having Mm -hmm. to go through things and even being in a relationship and having a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. Um, and you had to realize your purpose, you know, let's talk about when did you realize your purpose?
2: That, that my (laughs) spiritual life coach, Melissa Nobles, she is amazing She changed my life, like literally her coaching, the way she handled it, and it's a spiritual coaching. Mm
0: -hmm. So God
2: is all in this coaching. And Mm -hmm. the book I would say to you that I recommend to anyone that's on your program that is looking for who they are, start with that. If you want to know who you are in this universe and how you, you, the little little you makes the universe go around. The book is called 30 Day Mental Diet. And the author name is Willis Kinnear, K-I-N-N-E-A-R, Willis. This book is a, it's a, a journal, like a devotional kind of journal, but it mm-hmm. takes you about 10 minutes a day to do for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And it breaks you from the beginning of the universe of who you are and, and how important you are all the way to just knowing who you are. And I guarantee you when you finish this book in 30 days, your whole mindset, your mental, your mindset and your belief system will change. I guarantee you. It. Guarantee. You. So I do recommend that that book is what really started. See, she knew what she was doing because she used <laughs> that book first. Because you know how a lot of times you got to break people down to build them up. Right. Right. So you gotta get all that out.
0: Uh-huh. So you gotta
2: get that out and then you got to rebuild them with the stuff that they need. And this book does that. So that's how I found my purpose. When I did my work, I did my homework. I did my sessions with her. And when I finished doing everything, I was good with me. I felt good. I, I knew what I needed to do. And everything's always in you. You already have it. Your passion and purpose is in you because we mm-hmm. all born with it. God mm-hmm. gave us all. We are on this world, we're in this earth to help others. That's what we're here for. We're not here to satisfy us. We are here to help others, right? So give you right. use those gifts and those talents so you can help other people. But it long as the ego and as long as you in your way, you're never going to understand what they are or you don't have that self-esteem issue and stuff and you think you can't do certain things. And that stops a lot of people for living a passion and purpose because they listening to themselves. They can't do it. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things. So when you get all that mental block out the way, then you'll be able to work your passion. Your purpose. Um, yes,
1: you know, and I was thinking about that when you said that because it's already in you. What you know, God already knows it's what what you're gifted to do, what what you love to do, not what other people say that you should do. You should do <laughs> you know? Because uh, you know, so many people have opinions about what you should do, but deep down inside. There's an unction. There's a knowing. You know. There's a calling towards it. There's a you love it, and you have Mm -hmm. to be able to hear God and be able Mm -hmm. to be free and walk in it. I remember um, when I was getting out of high school and I was you know getting ready to go to college and I was going to do nursing because I knew I wanted to help people. Mm -hmm. I said I want to do nursing or do social work, and so. Mm -hmm. But my first calling was social work. You know, I really wanted to do that. I wanted to do sociology, but so. Many people were like, you're not going to make any money, a lot of money. You need to do nursing, you know, Mm. because, you know, you're not going to have a lot of money in it and it's not worth it. And so I ended up going to college and started off doing nursing and I just could not. Get it, get the information. And I knew I was smart. I knew it, but it just would not, <laughs> it, it would in. not work. It, mm-hmm. it would sink in. And I remember talking to my nursing uh, facilitator and she was like, I know you can do it. Da, 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 da. But down, I was just crying because I knew down deep down inside, but I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be doing social work, you know, sociology. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I just prayed about it, and the Lord said, "No, you need to um, do what I, you know, what you've been called to do, what you wanted to do, which is, you mm-hmm. know, social so sociology." Mm-hmm. And so I ended up after that semester, I changed my major to sociology, and mm-hmm. from that time, it was like everything just flowed. Hold everything was easy because Mm -hmm. it was what i knew that i wanted to do and i had to realize it's you know if god has called you to it he's gonna he's gonna take care of you he's gonna provide for you Mm -hmm. um but you just have to walk into what you know and that we talked about this in the last episode of standing in your truth because when you know what god has called you to do and you know your purpose um Mm -hmm. it flows easy And you don't have to work for it. You don't have to You'll work for it, but it will be you'll love to work for it. It won't be a struggle. And when I was doing nursing, it was a struggle because within me, I knew that wasn't what Mm -hmm. God called me to do. And for the listeners out there, if you're doing anything that you're struggling with, that, you know, that's not really a part of who you are and what you desire to do, Mm -hmm. there's always time to change. Um, there's mm-hmm. it's never too late you can start over even as you're listening today and I had to realize that you know this is not what, what you know I was called to do so you have to begin to walk in what God has called you to do as far as your purpose because you don't want to regret it later
2: when God gives you anything it's easy and effortlessly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. easily and effortlessly and like you said it doesn't say it's not going to be work Right. Right. The, the work that you do, like, for example, what you're doing right now, what I do when I speak, when I write, when I do a podcast, when I do my t- my talk show, it's work. Right. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. I'm at the of the night with ideas and I'll pop up three in the morning and write it down the, and I started looking on the computer and I started because it's something that is a passion, and a purpose, because mm-hmm. I know behind it, I'm helping somebody. Right, right. That's what keeps us going. Let me tell you, Kathleen Gifford said this one uh, on her show years ago. She said, you find something that you have a passion for and find out a way to make money doing it and you'll never work a day in your life. Yes, yes, yes. And I always remember her saying that and that stuck with me all this time because she said, that's what I did. I found something I love and found a way to get paid to do it.
1: Yes. And I think about that. I, when you were saying that, you know, I, you know, when I was trying to do things, uh, even with my businesses, you know, trying to, you know, get this business together or trying to, you know, um, get this business together. And I had um, so many things. And so I do life coaching as well. Mm-hmm. And you um, But I I tell my clients, I said, you know, even though I'm a life coach, I also have a coach. I have several coaches, you know, even though you're a life coach, you still have coaches, you know, because you're you're always growing. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you're always growing and you always have to have those. Uh, that are rooting for you and helping you to get towards your purpose. And Mm -hmm. so I had to realize that, and I share with my clients that you always have to, you know, always be willing to be coached. You always have to be willing um, to have somebody there um, that is pushing you and helping Mm -hmm. you to get further, you know, in your purpose. And when you realize that, then you'll go further, you know. the light bulb just clicks. Yeah. And, you know, I realized too that, even in the process of coaching and like I'm going off a little bit, but um, I've learned that you got to want to change. You know, I found out that when people get in coaching, they think they want to change until you have to do work, you know, (laughs) until you have to (laughs) follow those steps and you have to follow those goals because it holds you accountable and it holds you accountable to the purpose that you said that God had called you to do. Um, and if you really want to be involved in that, if you really want to go through that process, then you're mm-hmm. going to have to take some steps to say, "This is what I'm going to do." But do you That's find right. that That's as right. well during um, during your coaching?
2: Yeah. Well, I was so there. I, I was I was hungry. I was mm-hmm. hungry,
1: so mm-hmm. I, I didn't
2: have that. I, I was so hungry. I already did that already. I did that when I was doing all that foolishness. So by the time I got to her, <laughs> I was hungry. And I was like, a. to this day, she'd be telling like, wow, you was like amazing, amazing student. Like you, I, and I was like, everything she said, I'm writing it down. Every time she told me to do, I did it. Like I didn't question anything because I was so tired of being sick and tired. I was ready for a change. And sometimes people jump on things and they really didn't get to that tired part. You mm-hmm. know, like anything in life, you know, if you're on drugs or alcohol or food addiction, whatever your thing is. A lot of times people want to keep on trying to pull you, but they, they got to hit their rock bottom, not yours. It got to be their rock bottom. Because sometimes we think, because we feel like, oh, it was me, I'll be ready. You know, no, but it's not you.
0: Everybody mm-hmm.
2: has their rock bottom and they had to hit theirs to be ready to receive. You know, because I have mm-hmm. a program that I'm going to be doing in March called Ring Out Your Sponge. It's going to mm-hmm. be a workshop. And the, and the purpose of the analogy is, if you have a full sponge of water, how can you receive anything? You have to wring it out to be able to receive new, right? Mm-hmm, so we got to get mm-hmm. all the insecurities out, all those validations out, all that stuff that's got you clogged up. We got to get all that ringed out. So now you got a full dry sponge to resolve the new information, the new change, the new belief systems, the new morals and standards, all that got to be soaked in now. So when you get to a point where you're ready to wring that sponge out, you will do your work. Mm-hmm. You will do your work. Mm-hmm. If you don't wring it out, it's going to overflow. It's going to flow right on the other side of the sponge and fall right back in the sink because it's not, it's not absorbing because you're not ready. you got to be ready.
1: That's so true. And like you said earlier, you got to find that help and you found the, you know, you found the life coach that was able to help you and put you through that process. And as I was saying earlier, you know, you have to have those coaches. And so I remember and I was saying, I had all of these businesses, you know, I was working on this. I'm telling you, Regina, I probably had about two or three, three or four businesses, you know, mm-hmm. that I was trying to work on. And nothing is wrong with multitasking, but you have to realize, is this really a part of your purpose or are we just doing stuff to try to, you know, make money? Money and do this. And so he told me, you need to shut this one down. You need to do this because you need to focus on really helping others because that's where you call to be, you know, and yeah. build your business around that. And you have to be comfortable in knowing um, that. In order to go forward, you have to let some things go because
0: part oh, of your I, purpose
2: I, I. <laughs> is I letting it go. This year. I know. <laughs> and um, and some of the things is, is is so in my DNA, but I had to let it go because I have to grow me. Mm-hmm. And when I grow me, I be better to help that stuff later. Like right. I have to let stuff go so I could be that person. Because I could be on a whole nother platform and I'm a whole nother, a whole nother level to help you now. I I can't, I can still help you in a little, a little sector. I can still, you know, piece and give you little stuff. Give me, just give me a year. Just give me a year. I guarantee you, I will help you in a ways that you never thought if Mm -hmm. I can focus on doing what I got to do over here. You know, and you know, a lot of times when people mindsets are not there, they're not understanding that they just think right. that you just letting stuff go because whatever the case is. But when you start with doing your work, you don't care what people think because you already know your mission. You already know what's in your head. You know what God already got in your head. And I see visions all the time of where I want to be and where I'm going to be. I can't do that if I'm doing all this little stuff. I got I to gotta bring it in and focus.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: I, I got to go and then I could help you in a, in a ways that it, I could I, even if I, it was the, if it money it could be money I could write a check like it was no big deal like you know or time now I have the time because now I have built these businesses up so now I actually have more free time because my streams are working while I'm asleep mm-hmm. There's so many ways that I can help you but I have to let stuff go to get there that's right. That's, That's right. all it is. It's not yeah. saying you're never going to do it. You just can't do it right now.
1: Right, right. That's all. That's so true. That's so true. And, you know, you was talking about earlier that you had to realize that you needed help. You know, mm-hmm. talk to the listeners about how important it is to seek help.
2: Ooh, 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 ooh. I highly <laughs> recommend it. I highly recommend it because like I said earlier um, on the other episodes, excuse me, other episode yeah you could talk to yourself all day you're gonna sound (laughs) great to yourself you're gonna sound great to your friends because they sound just like you
0: Mm -hmm. you're gonna sound
2: great to your mother because y'all she you got it from her you're gonna sound great to your aunt because she got it from their mother you you have to come out of that bubble of people that you deal with and you got to start putting yourself in other mind like like people mindset Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know a lot of us when we go through these changes we get so caught up on trying to keep it real and try not to you know it it be that person is down or you don't get me wrong but like I said earlier I can help you better later I gotta go I'll be back but I can't stay here with y'all like we are so worried about um satisfying everybody
0: Mm -hmm. you see what I'm Mm -hmm. saying Mm-hmm. And then when you
2: satisfy everyone, you let yourself down. That's so true. So That's you so can't true. do that. You have to, you got to say, this is for me. I actually had to do stuff this year that said, I have to, I can't do this because I can't. Why? Because I can't. I don't owe explanations. <laughs> a no is a full sentence.
0: Yes. I don't have to
2: add, I, I'm telling you for my well being, I have to do this or I'm doing this for me. Cause I know I never done that in all my life. Never. This year is the first year that I had to tell people, no, you're going to do that. Mm-mm. Why? Cause I'm not. And they sit there and wait. Right. Because right. I was giving them answers before. Mm-hmm. so they, 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 They're they accustomed to me giving a, a rundown on why I don't want to do something. And when I cut them short now, they sitting there looking like, okay, you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I mean, I'm not <laughs> but I'm, uh, I, I learned that I don't have to explain nothing to that's nobody. That's right. If that's it's not right. hurting them, if it got nothing to do with them personally, I ain't taking no money out your pocket, I ain't taking a bill out you, I don't have to explain anything to you, because I'm doing what's for me this time. I got to do what's right for me, and I shouldn't have to be apologetic for that at all. And people, it's funny enough that some of the people that's waiting for these answers, they do it all day long.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. They do it all day long. Yeah, they halfway do right. They don't really dare to support you, or they not there when you need them. But when you do something to them, they sit in your face like, okay, why? Why can't you do it for me? Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You know, I was just telling someone this week, uh, this past week, I said, you know, I was watching um, one of Oprah's uh, Super Soul Sundays, and I can't mm-hmm. remember who she was interviewing, but. Yeah, I like she she was interviewing someone and she said, I used to have, to, you know, I would tell people no, and I would give them all of these explanations about why I couldn't do it. And she said, why do we feel like we have to give an explanation is because we're trying to please people we don't want to look bad you know with that person and think we're crude. but she said I had to realize you know no is no and it's just I have to you know look out for myself and I think that's so important you know we have to be willing to say no I just can't do that and realize you don't have to explain yourself because early in the last episode we talked about saying no is part of taking care of yourself saying no is a part of you. It's a part of um, being able to better yourself because if you're trying to be there for everybody else, then you can never perfect who God has called you to be.
2: That's right. That's why getting help is so important, but getting help will scare you. It's Mm -hmm. scary. Mm -hmm. And When you get help, you're going to have to separate from someone. There's no way you're going to get through that without getting rid of somebody. That's not going to happen. Somebody's going to have to get out of there because there's things that's happening that just like I'll tell people, you can't have somebody on drugs and talk about, "Well, um, uh, um, let's just stop by the crack house real quick. I just got to go pick up somebody, you know, come on inside with me. Like that doesn't work. You can't, right. you, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to let things go. You can't go down that street no more. Some people can't even go in that neighborhood no more when they mm-hmm. clean themselves up. And people are like, well, you clean, like, but they don't want even the temptation. They don't want to even see the house. They don't want to see where they was at. So, you have the right to do that. you have the right to do whatever you feel is right to clean yourself up and so if you have to let people go, when you do your work, it's easy see when you when you do your work it's not as bad mm-hmm. it, it is a little it's a little challenging it's a little challenging. I'm not going to say it's not, but it's not as bad because when you start putting yourself first and realize how important you valuable you are you're not going to really care too much because you cared all this time. It's time for you to care for you now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. care for you, you're not really, I'm not being rude or nothing, but it's my time. It's my time and I'm going to take it. And believe it or not, the people who give you the hardest time, usually the people who are not really um, invested in you anyway that's right they're not really invested in you anyway mm-hmm. you know because i mean i know that i have friendships long-term friendships that i was really doing all the work in mm-hmm. i was it reciprocated it was like yep. i was doing the work Uh-uh-uh. so when i let the ball drop nobody catched it and i don't mm-hmm. think nobody really even know it's dropped because they wasn't really invested in it anyway. Right. The only time right. they're going to know it's dropped is when they need something or they want to talk to you about something on their terms and their time. And then when you don't return it, that's when they're going to start questioning you. Oh, I called. Why you didn't call me back? it has been six months. You didn't mm-hmm. even realize I was gone. Mm-hmm, you
0: didn't mm-hmm. realize I was
2: gone because I'm not valued to you. I'm just right. convenience. I'm just convenience. But I, I didn't know that at the time until I did my work. And when I did my work, I realized all these people you running behind trying to keep the friendships up, it's only time you see them is when you initiate the C or when you decide to go do it, but they don't do it for you. It's okay. I'm not mad because I did that. Right. And that's another thing you got to realize. When you do your work, you got to take your blame. You can't just blame mm-hmm. yourself because you allow that to happen. That's not their fault. They allow... Only what you allow them to do. If you allow them to do that, then they did it. And they didn't do it to be malice or mean either. They just did what you allow them to do. That's right. Everybody's not out there trying to get you. But if you come to my door with a lollipop, I'm going to take it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not stealing it from you. You're giving it to me. Why not take it? But when I stop coming to your door with a lollipop, then I'm going to be like, well, where's the lollipop at? Because now I'm thinking I'm entitled to it. Cause I'm used to getting it,
1: and it's I so forgot true. all.
2: Be- I forgot months ago you were just being nice and gave me one, but you can't give me one every day. Now I'm conditioned to getting it. So as soon as you take that life pop, like where's my life pop? I was just being nice, but I'm used to it now. See what I'm saying? Uh huh. But uh-huh. so that's all friends do sometimes. Sometimes it's not like they try to be mean or whatever, but they just used to you being a certain way. That's right. So when you that's take right. the line pop away, they get mad now because they're like, "Well, what's the problem?" You uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. And I don't want to give it to you no more because I know my value and worth now, and I'm not just going to give you anything no more. You're going to earn my friendship, like I had to earn your friendship. And if you don't think so, then we don't need. We're not really friends anyway. So what's the big deal? That's so true. That's where you get when you do your work. Uh-huh. That's how you get when you do your work. That's why it's very important to seek some type of life coaching in your life, at least mm-hmm. once, just mm-hmm. to see where you're at in your life. Because you may not be where you think you're at, or you could be so further along than where you at, but you don't check, you're never going to know. That's so true. That is so true.
1: And it seems like, and I was thinking about that as well, um, you have to be able to get a coach, like you said, so you can check yourself mm-hmm. uh, and to see where you really are. And to mm-hmm. see, you know, in the direction um, that you really want to go. Uh, can you give us a few more, maybe a few mm-hmm. more changes that you've made since you had a life coach after that?
2: Well, since I, since I had, um, did my, my work and I learned to love myself, stand in my truth. And I actually, cause my name is Regina. Regina means queen. Wow. And, um, When I was going through my breakdown, I sat there and thought about it because my birth mother named me Regina Mm. and my adopted mother allowed me to keep the name because she wanted me to have a connection to her. Oh, wow. So I thought about it and I said, my mother laid there in that bed for me with three. She had me for three days of my life and she named me Regina and that means queen there's a purpose for this name. My mother knew I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be there with you, but I'm going to give you a name that's going to carry you. And I want you to be this queen. Wow. I'm you this because I know that you're going to be a queen. I know there's a purpose for that name. So when I was going through the breakdown, I thought about it and I said, I'm not making her proud and I'm not putting on that crown the way she had gave it to me in 1970. I'm not wearing her crown. That changed everything for me. Wow. Because wow. She gave me life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She gave me life and she gave me a world name with it, you know, and I value that. And I said, I got to start acting like the queen, you know, cause she's not here with, with us no more. She passed away in 2007. So I didn't get a chance to meet my birth mother,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I know she's, she's looking down and I know she's proud because I'm finally, at peace and I'm, you know and i'm finally understanding what my name means and i'm living by what regina stands for so in the midst of doing all that and wearing my crown and doing everything so in one year from the time i had my breakdown a year later i became a motivational speaker a certified life coach talk show podcast host and an author all in one year wow all in one year. And I didn't become it. I was already it. Right, right. I just right. figured out what my past purpose was in that year. And everything that went like that. Fell right in line.
1: Yes, yes. I'm going to take a a second here and just, um, Regina, tell people about your book, because I want you to let them know about the book so they can get the book. Because we may have some that are listening and uh, has been adopted. And even if you haven't been adopted, I know a lot of people that, you know, they they don't live with their birth parents. They ended Mm -hmm. up going with their grandparents or Mm -hmm. even other family. So Mm -hmm. can you let them know about your book and how to get it?
2: Sure. My book is called Adoption, the Unknown Blessing, and it's about my journey and my adoption journey. So, of course, it starts off with my breakdown, as I described in the show, and it went through my breakthrough at the end as where I'm at right now. Um, in the process of doing that, I was able to find my birth family in one day, and I found um, both sides of my family. I was My birth father still alive, and he just called me like a little while ago he called me every day <laughs> uh he called me every day uh, and i'm now in the discovery mode now you know and that's a whole nother sector of adoption a lot of us don't know about we see all these adoption shows and you always see everybody hugging and finding each other and go oh, you're my brother you're my <laughs> sister you're my child and then the credits roll and then everybody go well they good it takes time. Remember, mm-hmm. you don't know these people, even though they. It's weird. It's very weird. Like adoption was made for a good reason. It was. It was made for a good reason. I. I I'm glad adoption is there because who knows what would been what would happen to me if that option was not there for my mother to choose. Okay, mm-hmm. so I love the fact of adoption, but adoption is so layered in so many facets of adoption. It's not just somebody gave you away. They didn't give you away. They placed you with another family. It's not that. Oh, um, you should be happy. You have somebody that loves you. What are you complaining about? It's not that. It's a void that you don't understand because you're not adopted. When you're not adopted, you don't understand the void that's mm-hmm. missing. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't even fathom what why I feel. You can't. After talking to so many people that's been adopted, we all have a lot. And I had did a show with two other adoptees we all been divorced before. We all have validation issues. We have abandonment issues. We had um, self-esteem issues. We all had the same issues and traits. Because deep down, we know that our parents couldn't keep us. We know that we are raised without knowing who our family is and know our matter, and our traits. We know this. And it does play a factor on your life. There's no way around it. Mm -hmm. so when learning all of that I was just like okay I'm gonna write a book because now I learned it's not about me I learned that this is about helping somebody else and it did it helped several people many people I was just happy to get one I said Lord if they help this one person understand that they're not crazy they're not crazy because we are never taught this stuff Nobody tells adopted kids, well, when you get adopted, there could be a possibility that your adopted parents, and thank God, mine was, mine was nowhere, they, was, they were pushing me to go find them. And I was the one saying I wasn't ready. There's some adopted parents are very insecure. Like, you was kind of talking about that a little bit, about the story you mm-hmm. were telling me. They were very insecure mm-hmm. because that's just their person. Now, that's just them. They, they think that when you try to find your birth parents, you're saying they didn't do their job. It got nothing to do with that. It's two right. different entities. Right. It's two different entities. It got nothing to do with each other. You mm-hmm. doing your job is beautiful. I love you. got nothing to do with that. But if you have not been adopted, you don't know my feelings. You don't understand what I'm feeling right now. And I can't describe it, but so much. But mm-hmm. I do want to find out where I'm from. You had that birthright. Most adopted parents are not adopted people. Most people. Not all. Because I'm mm-hmm. actually adopted. I adopted my daughter. So mm-hmm. I adopted and I've been adopted. So it's not a lot of us out there. But when you haven't had that, you got to put yourself in their foot, you know, in their shoes mm-hmm. and give them grace and let them feel like it's okay to go find them. Don't let them feel like they got to wait for you to die to go find their birth family because they feel they like they're not honoring you or something. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. If you adopt somebody, you did something that's a little unorthodox. It's not a normal situation. You didn't birth them. That day is going to come one day and you need to get yourself ready. And that's the training they've not given these adopted parents. They just give them the kids and training them how to take care of them. And they do do training to but long-term I'm talking about long-term when that day comes, when they say, I want to find where I came from, do they train them on that? They need to really get more up-to-date with that stuff because I know a lot of people who are my age that's going to wait until their parents die before they go find their birth parents because they're scared that they're going to think that they don't appreciate taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's not fair. And that's mm-hmm. not the truth at all. Right. I really, really want to get that myth out and, and, and smash it because that's not the case. My mother was so happy when I found my family because she told me my mom going to be 80 years old this year. And she said, our family is getting older. We are starting to die out. You, you was raised as the only child. I'm so happy now that I can leave this earth knowing you got sisters and brothers and you have a dad that's here. When I leave this world, you're going to have siblings that's here with you, that can help you, comfort you. You're not going to be by yourself. Right. See what I'm saying? That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. She knows
2: and don't get me wrong, she's human. I know that she she's happy for me, but cause she's she's human, right? You know what right. I'm saying? She, she right. used to be right. her mom all the time, and then all of a sudden, there's another mom and there's another dad when my dad raised me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's gonna be, but she stepped out her own way because she saw the bigger picture, and that's how much love she has for me, for me to know where I came from, and she see how happy I am to know where I came from. I'm. I gained four sides of the family. I got two on this side, I got two on the side. There's no subtraction, it's an addition. So a lot of um, adopted mothers and fathers out there, you're just going to add family. It's no takeaway. Nobody's switching you off and saying, well, thank you, thanks for raising me. I'm going to go over here with them now. That's not how it goes. You're just going to have a whole nother set of people that's going to love your child just like you did. That's all it is.
1: Yes. Let them yes. feel
2: comfortable to go see and find out where they're from. If you was raised and birthed through your parents, give your child the same rights to find out where they're from. Mm
0: -hmm. The same rights
2: you got. You didn't Mm -hmm. give them no more, no less. Give them what you had. Mm -hmm. If you think of it that way, you'll realize it's being selfish, not letting them have that.
0: Get out of your own
2: way and your ego. Get out of your own way and let Mm -hmm. them have the birthright you was raised with.
1: That's so true, and listeners, make sure you listen and what she has said about that because it's so important that you give them that right. Because, like she said, we've all had that right, so mm-hmm. you they should be able to have that same right as well. And so, for mm-hmm. the listeners that are even listening now, um, it's important that whether you've been adopted, you know, whether you've not have been adopted, it's time for us to walk in our purpose. It's time mm-hmm. for us to seek the help that we need in order to be. Uh, who God has called us to be and in order to help us to maximize our life potential while we're here on the earth and mm-hmm. not be concerned about what other people think about us Amen. but the only person we should be seeking to please and that that person is God he is the number one person that mm-hmm. we should be seeking to please and if we Amen. seek the help that we had need through life coaching through counseling whatever it is get the help that you need to be the best you that you mm. could be and to be able to fall in in love with yourself and i i, I can't stress that enough mm-hmm. uh, it, it's team, so important right. it's so important so regina if there would be one main message you would leave with our listeners today what would that be for them
2: why not, why not you why not you why not you be the best person you could be why mm-hmm. can't you be that person not everybody else why not you you could live mm-hmm. your best life if you just put yourself first and not worry about others. That's this is so a new true. year, and this is a <laughs> new year, right? Yeah, it's a new year, you. new you. It's a great time to start. So that's what I would say.
1: Yes, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being on again, Regina, and just sharing with the listeners today, even on this podcast. So, if you would let the listeners know again how they can get in touch with you, because I know there are listeners out there that want to get in touch with you and to find out more.
2: Do I'll be welcome to definitely be welcome for that. So, on Facebook, it's called Let's Talk Nineteen Forty Three. IG is less underscore talk nineteen forty three, and my website that everything is on um, will be www.lesstalk1943.com. As you see, everything is the same. Um, my book, Adoption: The Unknown Blessing. I do have a Facebook page for that, so it's Adoption: The Unknown Blessing. My book is found on Amazon, so you just type in Adoption: The Unknown Blessing. My my book will come right up.
1: All right, listeners, you have that. Go and support her. Go purchase her book. Go to her website to find out more information. Thank you again, Regina, for being on today. Thank you, Tiffany. I appreciate you. I have just really enjoyed both these episodes. And listeners, take it to heart. Take everything that's said today and live your best life. Let God be in you and let him maximize Uh, your best potential and do all don't leave this earth and go to the grave and leave things undone do all that god has called you to do because you're worth it and i believe that's what regina was saying you're worth it why not you i love Mm -hmm. that so you guys have a blessed day and we'll look forward to being on the next episode again god bless
0: good night Did you know that prayer affirmations could change your life? Speaking God's word over your life is a tested and proven method to manifest God's will for you. Dr. Tiffany Watkins has created a prayer affirmation book for women and men that combines prayer, meditation, and affirmations to help you achieve your goals and draw you closer to God. In this eye-opening book, you will be able to pray Healing Affirmations Prayers, Angelic Visitation Prayers, Wealth Affirmation Prayers, Wisdom Affirmation Prayers, and so much more. Biblical Prayer Affirmations for the Supernatural is a short but powerful read. It will allow you to set the right atmosphere for supernatural breakthroughs to occur. So get ready to pave the way for God's intervention by declaring these prayers over your life. Don't wait, get your copy on Amazon today.